0: Hello my friends and welcome back to Oblivion Spin Presents. Eric here. Not sure what happened last week, I think one of our eight-legged narrators might have slipped into Ren's coat pocket and gotten distracted wandering off to find another web to spin. Regardless, we return this week to conclude the novel Unwoven. Last episode of Unwoven, Luna had woken up and found herself in a life she didn't recognize and couldn't make sense of. The last thing she could really remember was a conversation she had had with Wren on a frozen lake some six years prior when they had been lovers. Despite this, Lexington perpetuated the lie that him and Luna had settled down and married, taking a pill every time he started to feel bad about lying. Luna has been miserable, living off of words she had written in what felt like a previous life, which Lex had read to her. She found an entry in a journal that she could read, left by an unknown source, about spiders and started hunting for them. When Lex took her finds to show Wren, Luna finally visited the only friend she thought she had, James Porter. We ended the episode where that clumsy little spider had gotten distracted, eavesdropping on Wren and James's conversation, which we overheard in the first installment of The Eagle last week. Let's return to unraveling Luna's tapestry, one last time. The next morning, when Lexington left early for an appointment, I continued my search for spiders. Even though he had tried to fake enthusiasm, it was clear Lex was not impressed by my finds. I was determined to find bigger and better spiders to show him. Maybe then he would understand how important they were. There were no spiders under the rocks. I could not find any in the trees. After searching the area around our cabin for hours, I went inside to heat myself a cup of soup. I stood on a step stool and reached over the spices that still littered the counter. I could hear a tapping noise coming from the dining room. Wren, is that you? Lex told me you'd come by, but I expected you'd knock. I poked my head around the corner. She was sitting at the table, dealing a deck of cards into two piles. You left the door open. Spiders prefer to be inside when it isn't too much work. Well, that's sensible. I sat down across from her and picked up my cards. You're taking this well. I'm just glad to have company. You have no clue how lonely this soup and corpse cabin is. Zupenkorp's cabin, and I thought it was stupid when you called them Toast Apartments. In the middle of a heated game of Go Fish, there was a knock on the door. I leaned towards the spider. I think it's Ren. She neatened the piles of matched cards in front of her. It is. The knock came again. Well, are you going to let him in? I waved at Ren through the window on my way to the door. He straightened his jacket and held up the jar Lex had taken the night before. I pulled the door open. It's good to see you, Luna. It's good to see you too, Ren. I'm not sure if I should call you out as a liar or ask what you thought of my find. Am I a liar? I think you should find a new obsession to fill your time. You're saying you're not impressed with my find either. was a perfectly average sized specimen, nothing to scoff at. I'd like to see you find better. Luna, you know that is not what I mean. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you may not recall, but it was talk of spiders that got you into this entire mess all those years ago. Perhaps you would be better off if you looked the other way when you see blurs out of the corners of your eyes. You're impressed, then? Of course, but Lexington is not. Talk of such matters should perhaps be kept between just you and I. You and I? I made little circles with my toes on the hardwood floor. Do you want to tell me why you lied to Lexington about having a girlfriend? Would you care to tell me why you were calling on James so late last night? Are you jealous I didn't come calling on you? Come in if you're coming in, Ren. You're letting all the warmth out. Besides, we're just about to play another round of cards and you ought to join us. Looks like you've been working yourself too hard. I did not expect your husband would be home so early. He- Her husband? Ren dropped the glass jar he had been holding. It shattered when it hit the ground. Forgive my clumsiness. If you bring me a broom, I will clean this up for you. Wren, what's wrong? Are you okay? That was your master backup plan, lover boy? If all else failed, tell her the twerp was her husband. Aren't you just a glutton for punishment? If you'd been a tree instead of a bird, they would have called you Pine. How long has she been here, Luna? Oh, she just dropped by this morning. Are you two already acquainted? I'll get you something to drink while she deals you in. I'm alright. And yes, we've met before. We sat together at the table and avoided eye contact. Red ate. Who are you asking? Must I ask someone specific? Yes, of course. You can't just go asking willy-nilly. Are you certain? The spider looked at me. I nodded. My apologies, then. Luna, do you have a red eight? I slid the card over to him. Then I have to ask again. Are there any games you actually remember how to play? I humbly apologize that I progressed beyond playing Go Fish. A pity. I slid the cards on the table into one pile and started to neaten them. Perhaps we played enough for today. I looked towards the spider. How long do you intend to stay? She laughed, but did not answer. Ran through the few cards left in his hand on the table. I'm glad to see your sense of humor has not changed a bit. Do you miss it, lover boy? Miss what? I think I need to start making dinner. I assume you'll both be staying? Are you familiar with the fable about how the birds chose a king? I believe I've heard of it. Let me refresh your memory just in case. The birds decided they wanted a king and that the king would be the bird who flew the highest. The cunning wren hid in the feathers of the eagle, and when the eagle reached as high as he could fly, the wren jumped up and flew higher still off his back. The spider crept onto the table and put her face close to wren's. But they did not make the wren the king of the birds, and he spent the rest of his days flying very close to the earth. What is your point? The spider returned to her seat. It is easy to think of the wren as being so clever and cunning, but I can't help but wonder what happened to the eagle. The spider shuffled the cards between her front claws. I would suppose the wren would not be particularly bothered, too busy hopping through the dirt with his kind. I think I've done rather well for myself, king of the birds or not. I think you've made an admirable attempt to alter the course of the universe and failed. What would you have had me done? She set the deck firmly on the table. You know what you should have done, you were well aware what choice you needed to make to prevent all this from even being a shadow of a possibility. And you are well aware that was not my choice to make. I know that, little bird. And since that moment, I did what I needed to do. What did you do, Ren? Oh fuck. There was a clattering in the front room. Luna, are you alright? Did you know there are glass shards by the shoe rack? I just found them with my foot. Ren and the spider held their breath. Luna, did Ren stop by yet? Oh, hey Ren, I was hoping to catch you. Are you staying? Lex stared at me. I stared at Ren. Ren stared at the spider who had crawled into the web she had made on the other side of the breakfast bar. Are you two alright? I did not interrupt anything, did I? No, of course not. Is your foot okay? It's just a scratch. I've had worse. Did you two get everything sorted out? You know, about the incident, Ren. No, I had not told Luna yet. Told me what? The spider looked at Ren intently. You haven't told me what, Ren? Lex, what did you have him come over here to tell me? Well, Luna, you need to know that. It is all right, Lexington. I have it under control. There's no easy way to say this, Luna. The spider you caught last night. No, I'm not doing this anymore. I've been doing this for more than half a decade and nothing has changed. Luna, you were wrong. I think you knew at the time that your way was wrong. You've asked me repeatedly since you woke up if you would have chosen this. I lied to you, Luna. You never in a thousand lifetimes would have chosen this. You did not choose this. I lied to you, Lexington lied to you. Most of what you know now is well-intentioned lies. You were not on the surface to study. You escaped because I worked out a way to let you. I was hoping beyond hope you would get far away from here. "'Lexington brought you right back to me with best of intentions. "'The medication they gave you on the coma messed with your memory. "'The plants you ate on the surface messed with your memory. "'And the medication you had been taking for years "'before your trip to the surface messed with your memory. "'And you knew at the time it was going to. "'I told you at the time not to take it. but "'I know why you did, and I do not blame you. "'All I wanted was a chance to salvage things for you. "'I wanted you to have a chance to explore the big wide world, "'to sleep under the moon.' I saw an opportunity to do so, and I took that gamble. I don't understand, Wren. That's what kills me, Luna. You never will understand. No matter what I tell you, all your information will always be second or third hand. I did not know what you think you're on about, Wren, but you are raving like a goddamn lunatic. You never understood this as long as you've been on her case, Lexington. You've always genuinely thought you knew what was best for her. It never occurred to you that she would. Don't listen to him, Luna. Lex grabbed me by the arm and pulled me towards the door. I tried to pull away but his grip was strong. Stop it, Lex, that hurts! Ren took off his dress jacket and draped it on the chair behind him. Let her go, Lexington. Is this a hostage situation now? Lex gestured at Ren's holster. I'm just making myself comfortable is all. I never wanted this to happen to you, Luna. At the beginning of the end, which I, in retrospect, was very close to the beginning itself... I volunteered to be a test subject, thinking if I complied, you would be left alone. What I did not account for is that she would be stronger than Henry was, and that, in the end, you would choose to participate anyway. Henry? Right. I had a spider called Henry. I suppose you would not remember him. Alura, I cannot believe you're listening to his bullshit. He must be completely sick in the head. Stop egging him on before it becomes an actual hostage situation. He thought you were sick in the head, too. You thought I was sick in the head too, didn't you? What does he do all day anyways? What do you do all day anyway? Who else is here, Luna? The spider crawled out of her corner and into plain sight. Do you remember me, you little twerp? We met on the surface, as I recall I saved your life. No, that was not real. This isn't happening, that wasn't real. What the hell is that thing, Ren? It is a spider, Lexington. A large, talking spider. The spider circled Lexington a few times before climbing the wall behind Wren and I. Lexington, I outrank you significantly. If you try to tell anyone else about this little spider incident, I will deny it and have you institutionalized immediately. So it is probably best for you if you do not mention any of this, and we will sort out what to do next. Wren, are you going to tell me the rest of the story? And what story would you like to hear, Luna? My story. How I, Luna Trim, came to leave the composting center, meet you, and somehow end up here. Are you sure you would like to hear it? Why would I not? It is a very long story. I'll clear my schedule. Very well. Let me put on a pot of coffee first, and then I will recount the entire thing. I can make it. Ren stretched and walked to the kitchen where the counters were still covered in herbs. You've always made wretched coffee, Luna. I doubt that has changed. I laughed and made myself comfortable in the corner of the sofa. Lexington had not moved from the floor yet. I was thankful I wouldn't have to worry about the bloodstains on the hardwood. The spider respun parts of her web that had lost their stickiness while humming a tune to herself. I wasn't sure, but I imagined it was something a drunk might have howled at the moon some New Year's Eve countless years ago. It took Wren hours to properly recount the events as they had transpired, The spider piped in occasionally to point out errors in his timeline or add to events that he had not witnessed himself. Luna listened to every syllable intently and imagined she could feel them absorbing into her. At the end of everything, Ren and Luna sat on the sofa, the spider hung from the ceiling above the fireplace, and Lexington sat at the dining room table looking out of them. Of course, knowing this opens up some other issues that we will have to decide how to tackle in the morning. Something we will discuss at length, I'm sure. Thank you for telling me, Ren. You're still a bastard, though. I'm sorry I did not tell you sooner. If you gentlemen did not mind, I would like some time to process all this. I cannot believe you made us sit here for hours to listen to his nonsense fairy tales. You cannot seriously believe this. Aren't you awfully confident about what didn't happen for someone who's been eating anxiety pills like candy for the past few weeks? Wonder what the side effects of those are anyway. The spider spat on Lexington as she passed. Lex studied the lines on his hands. Take your time to think on things, Luna. I will sleep on the sofa tonight. Suit yourself. The spider slunk into the bedroom after Luna. I'm staying here tonight as well. The more the fucking merrier, right? Blankets are at the end of the hall. I suppose I'm demoted to the floor then. Certainly not, Lexington. It is a lovely night in a climate-controlled area. I will be out on the porch swing to keep an ear on things. Did you not try to reassure me you were seeing someone, that you were not a threat? I do not know what has gotten into you, Wren. I was just going along with a story you wrote. I was not lying when I said that I am seeing someone, Lexington. I still would not consider myself a threat. Wren grabbed his jacket from the back of the dining table chair. And I decided I did not like the ending. Editing is not so uncommon in great works. It will be dealt with in the morning. Good night, Lexington. Lexington mumbled under his breath and watched Wren through the window as he settled into the porch swing. In the wee hours of the morning, just before the lights would brighten outside and the sun would pretend to rise, Lexington gained the courage to do what needed to be done. He took another pill or two before he tiptoed to the window to check on Wren. Wren was fast asleep. Lexington locked the door. He wandered to the kitchen and pulled the drawers open one by one. The contents clinked and sloshed together. Eventually, he found the knife drawer and pulled out the carving knife. He hefted it for a moment before shaking his head and returning it to the drawer. Light was starting to stream through the windows. He grabbed the boning knife and took even steps towards the back bedroom. When there was no spider, Luna was fine. Luna was Luna. If the spider dies, it is just Luna. Lexington hid the knife behind his back and gently pushed the door open. Luna? She did not stir. Lexington watched Luna sleep for a moment. She was lying on her back, her arms stretched out. The spider lay next to her with her legs folded beneath her thorax. Did spiders have hearts? Lexington hovered over the spider for a moment before bringing his knife down across her body. She screamed. He sunk the knife in deeper and pulled it along, twisting it every few inches. If nothing else, she would die of lost blood. Did spiders have blood? Lexington carved until she stopped screaming. He pulled the knife from her and dropped it to the floor. Ren had just about fallen back asleep despite the light when he woke up to shrill screams. He scrambled to his feet and tried the door, but it was locked. He slammed his shoulder against the window in an attempt to break in. It's no use. She slipped out the door. Why did you not tell me? I'm sorry, Ren. I thought there would be more time to change things. I thought you would stick around longer before you... You've never called me by my name before. Poor little bird, you couldn't have changed anything. See you on the next go-round, lover boy. Yes, see you around. Ren exhaled slowly as he watched the spider tap off into the distance. For a split second, he was sure he saw her as a slender woman with dark hair and a golden dress before she vanished entirely. Wren flicked the bedroom light on. Lexington was sitting on the floor, his back against the wall, with his head resting on his knees. The bloody knife lay on the ground next to him. Wren put his shoe on the knife handle and kicked it out into the hallway. You do not understand, Wren. I had to kill her. Wren grabbed Lexington by his neck and hoisted him against the wall. Your incompetence astounds me, Lexington. Regardless of all else, I trusted you to never knowingly harm her. She certainly trusted you with that bare minimum. And she will trust me again, Ren. She's better off without the spider. Lexington swung his legs in an effort to get his feet to touch the ground. Ren held Lexington by the scruff of his neck and walked him towards Luna's body. She's better off like this? I did not kill her, Wren. Ren grabbed Lexington by the hair with his free hand and forced his face towards Luna. You did not kill her? I suppose you just found her like this and rolled around in her blood. He let go of Lexington and pushed him towards the bed. No, I killed the spider. Lexington stumbled backwards. You killed her, Lexington. You killed her. You did not kill a spider. You killed Luna. Remember? Do you not remember Luna? Wren shoved him against the wall. Lexington collapsed to the floor and cowered. I did not mean to. Have you ever meant to do anything, Lexington? You ought to kill me now. Just go ahead and shoot me. And why should I do that? Why, Lexington, should I waste a bullet on you when she had to choke on her own blood, screaming and sputtering? That is what she would have wanted. She wanted to be stabbed to death in her sleep by someone she trusted, or am I misunderstanding you? No, she would just want you to shoot me. Ren unbuttoned his cuffs and began to roll his sleeves. Ah, you are right, Lexington. That is what she would want. She would want you to have a quick, painless death, because she really saw the best in you. Despite everything you did to her, I think part of her really did love you. Lexington wiped his eyes on his bloodied sleeves and looked up. Will you kill me now, then? Wren walked over to Luna and pulled a blanket over her flayed corpse. He closed her eyes and planted a series of kisses across her forehead. Well, Lexington, Luna happens to be dead, which makes what she would want suddenly irrelevant. Lexington's face glistened with tears and snot and blood. He mumbled unintelligibly. Ren sat on the ground between Lexington and the door. Lex rocked back and forth, hyperventilating and muttering until Wren smacked him in the back of the head. Stop cowering, you're embarrassing yourself. Wren leaned his head back and studied the faux wood paneling on the ceiling. He put his arm around Lexington's shoulders and sighed. It is a shame. You could have done well for yourself. You had the potential. You had the opportunities. I expected better from you. I have lost so many people I was close to over this case. You know you were like a little brother to me, Lexington. I don't have much family either. Lexington wiped his face with his shoulder. Will you make it quick, then? Wren stood and helped Lexington to his feet. I'm not going to kill you. I knew you would not have it in you to kill me. Lexington bobbed his head erratically as he spoke. You will not regret this, Wren. Wren shook his head. I'm afraid you misunderstand me, Lexington. He pulled out his revolver and shot Lexington in the foot. Lexington pulled his foot up and stumbled to the floor. Wren smirked slightly and watched Lexington writhe uncomfortably on the ground. What the fuck? Wren kicked Lexington in the ribs. Get up. It is a long limb to corrections. Wren kicked him harder. Get up before I shoot your other foot and make you crawl. I thought you were not going to kill me. The incredible thing about Luna is that in her short life, she not only lived so many times, but in a way she died just as many. She experienced a rapid return of reincarnation, and of all the little deaths she has had, you ended the spell of one she was able to come back from. I'm not going to kill you, Lexington. To die is to have the opportunity to be reborn, to live again, which I'm sure Luna will do just fine. But you? No. I'm going to make sure you never die.